What? What? You know what? I do know what, but <laughs> just say, you know, this is a show. I just think say it's so feelings. ironic that, you know, you were making fun of me for, like, uh, me not not <laughs> believing in something, not believing something that happened on the internet. And you're, like, complaining about someone stealing, sorry, quotation hands, stealing. Yeah, do it for radio, Brent. Stealing. Yes. Your joke okay, listen, on Twitter. I will say right now, it just rubbed me the wrong way. For those that don't know, I play the At Midnight game from Comedy Central, uh, where many weeknights I'll see the little hashtag war, and I'll post a handful of jokes at Almighty Ray on Twitter if you feel like checking it out. And uh, and, I, and I go for accolades. I want favorites. I want retweets. I want just a little acknowledgement that what I'm doing is okay. So they had on Monday night, I believe it was Monday night. It was one of the nights this week. They had the hashtag war was uh, five word money problems. So in other words, you have a five word thing which says exactly how you're uh, having problems with money and put a joke in here and do it in five words. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pretty straight premise. Yeah. So my joke that I put out there was uh, can't afford fifth word. Mm-hmm. So it's four words because I'm so poor I cannot even afford to have the fifth word. And, and that's a pretty reasonable joke out there. Well, then a dude who's more famous than me probably has like 20,000. So that could be literally anyone. Most anyone on the planet, yes. Yeah. So he has, there's a comic who gets on TV, uh, name, nameless comic, and he has 20, 20. say his name? His name is Mike Lawrence at The Mike Lawrence. You want me to put it out there? Yeah, okay, I do. D- I just did. All right. So The Mike Lawrence, about five minutes after I tell that joke, Goes on the hashtag wars and posts couldn't afford five words, which is almost a direct, Are you, directly my okay, joke. Okay, I guess I misunderstood what was happening. Now I get why you're angry. Yes. Now I totally get it. Thank you. Mike Lawrence, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh my goodness. You should be ashamed of yourself it. for being just as unoriginal as Ray. Unoriginal. That's a Thank great you. joke. You both told the same joke within five minutes. Unoriginal. Oh my goodness. I guess, and I don't believe. You know what's funnier than yours? I could even take yours and make it funnier. Can't afford five. Boom. <laughs> That's not even better. That's not even close. What's wrong Can't afford you? five. Can't afford five what? I couldn't even afford the other word oh to tell you the, the other what. That's terrible. This is why. You, this is, no. Uh, so what annoyed me was that five minutes after I posted my joke, which got a total of two favorites, one of which was from my wife. So I don't. So really, know one favorite, one real, one favorite. pity favorite, one pity favorite. Thank you, Ken. And Laws. who was the who was the other person that uh, favored it? Uh, Ken Laws. Oh, thanks, I, Ken. I called Ken and said that you were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that you were feeling bad. You couldn't even do it yourself. Ray was down in the dumps. Could you please favorite his tweet? It. And so Mike Lawrence posted five minutes later, thirty favorites within like. Uh, within 20 minutes. Well, how many Twitter followers does Mike Lawrence Again, have? Again, he has like 20,000 okay, Twitter 20, followers. Okay, 20,000. How many do you have? Like 400. So, Ray, I would say, even without doing the calculations, you had more, a higher percentage of likes than he did. That's right, Ray. You should feel good about that. So I should feel No, I shouldn't. You should feel good about because that. Because anybody who follows the hashtag would have easily seen that I said it first. Give me my props, everybody. I'll give you your props, dude. You, you Thank you. Put an unoriginal joke out there before Mike Lawrence did. Oh, my goodness. And I don't think he ripped me off. Let me just be clear on this. I believe it was parallel thinking. I believe that great comedic minds like me and the no, Mike no, no. Lawrence can uh, uh, both come up parallel, with the same Parallel, in gag. other words, unoriginal. Ha- in other words, happening at the same time, irregardless of each other. And I know that's not a word, so don't even try. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever makes you feel good, Ray. I just want you to be happy. No, you don't. No, I do. That's the last thing you want. I I want you to be happy. If I was happy, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. That's why you still talk to me, because I'm miserable (laughs) all the time. Because I'm an angry person, naturally. How dare you want me to be happy? Hey, everybody.
Welcome back. It's episode 89. Do you have a wide receiver uh, name for 89? 89? I think that's Andre Risen. Sure, why not? Yeah. Of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a great show lined up for you. No guests this week, Brent. The last two weeks burned us out of our guest pool. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world right now, Mr. Brent, <laughs> that there we can even talk about using clean language. <laughs> uh, so yeah the twitter thing i mean whatever bless you mike lawrence i'm sure you didn't rip me off you seem like a charming fellow You're, i follow you already i wouldn't have known if i didn't follow you had hit had that ray but, hates you with a passion no, what i would say he is, didn't like you before <laughs> and he it. said you're a hack stop it not say i that. think you're great uh had that been retweeted by at midnight and one hashtag wars i probably would have thrown something because that would have driven me crazy well again uh pretty unoriginal joke for both of you how dare you I mean, I think it's a pretty obvious and unoriginal joke, so clearly would not have won. Yeah, you still are claiming to be nice to Mike Lawrence right now. Uh, I could be a lot meaner. I guess that's true. So there's a lot of things we want to talk about this week. We have the MLBs, the MLBs, Major League Baseball. Yes. What's it like to have the two best teams in all baseball this year, Brent? Uh, I think we know. I mean, we knew ahead of time, but uh, Johnny Manziel's leaving rehab. It's worth talking about. Yeah, it is. You have some thoughts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot more we're going to talk about as well, so let's just get it started, all right? Let's do it. That was exciting. It was like out of an action movie. Yeah. That's right before they like drive the fast car with the sunglasses on. Yep. After three seconds of... Tina Turner! You're and Major League Baseball is in full swing. We won, Ray! Yeah. You and I, our teams, literally, we won already. Why can't we, should one of us move to the National League so we can meet in the World Series? My understanding is that the season ends after seven games. Is that correct? That's correct. So we're, there we are. The Royals Best are two teams undefeated. in baseball. Yeah. For those who may not know, Brent is a Kansas City Royals fan. I am a Detroit Tigers fan. And suck at the rest of you 28 teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Anaheim last week and watched. Uh, you watched two games. Watched the Royals whoop up on the Angels twice. Mm. Not much better than beating the Angels at Angel Stadium, Ray. They're kind of a bunch of hipster fans, aren't they? They kind of are. Like I very mean, bandwagony. I mean, they're LA fans, so I mean, there is a, an element of bandwagonness to them. But anyway, we sit on top of on, on all of baseball, really. Both teams went six and zero to start the season, mm-hmm. then dropped one, and then the Tigers have won two since then. Yeah. Did the Royals win today? Seven to one. Seven to one. Seven to one. We'll take it. Yeah. Believe we're now um, eight and one. Eight and one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, not every team can be us, Brent. Yeah. Well, we got mad we lost a game and then decided to just shut out the Pirates on the road two games in a row. Yeah, I hope that the Royals do that tomorrow. Just like we know what I'm getting tired of already. And I mean, how do you deal with this? Because your team hits a lot of home runs historically, like the last five years at least. They hit, they get a lot of hits. Yes. Your team just get beaned all the time. Uh, we do get beaned a fair share. But we have pitchers that respect our hitters, and so we bean back, and then nothing well, bad, and then bad things don't happen. We've been them. I mean, to be fair, now you're talking the, specifically about, about the Kansas the Royals. City Royals. Eight games, they've been beaned fourteen, 14 times. times. They're a bunch of jerks. That's all I can take from that. Teams hate the Kansas City Royals. Well, I would say only really one of them was intentional that I could tell was intentional, and that was Samarja. He's the worst. That was on day one, right? That was on day one. Yeah, but you know. I feel like the Royals need to retaliate at some point because now they have Alex Rios. He broke his pinky and is out for like at least six weeks. So literally all those beanings, 14 in all, one of them had dire consequences yeah. to them. 
And meanwhile, they're like the the you know uh, the, Maybe, the twins are saying, "Well, this guy came in and he was nervous." Well, okay, I'm. Yeah, everyone's nervous when they take the mound. That's the whole That's point. Great. Let uh, it fuel you. Maybe don't throw an inside pitch on your first pitch then if you're nervous. You know what? Pitch out. Yeah. <laughs> throw a pitch out to start the game. Yeah. Because you're nervous. Get it out of your system. They said, oh, he did that the first time he came in, too. Oh, well, that's great. So then you already knew he was going to... <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. We'll, it's really we'll let annoying. you know that finger's healing. <laughs> well, I would say it's because Kansas City Royals really rubbed people the wrong way last year. I think they <laughs> did too much running when they were ahead. They really pissed off a lot of other teams. And what you're seeing this year is that cocky. Now they have... The, they made the World Series last year, so they kind of have that... What do you call it? That swagger mm-hmm. when they come out onto the field, and it's just rubbing people the wrong way. You're making people mad. I don't think they're... Respect the game, Brent! I don't think they're intentionally hitting them, and I think you're just trying to troll me right now. People love the Royals. They, they Clearly they do. 14 yeah. beans in eight games. Well, that's the other teams. That's, uh, that's yeah. respect, right? That's not respect that's, when you keep beating people. You uh, that means you don't like you them. You know what that is? That's the Royals hitting you know about 500 as a team, and the other team saying, I guess we have to throw inside so they can't like just lean over the plate and keep mashing us. Mm, you know, yeah. or you guys are a bunch of tool bags and people want to be in you constantly because yeah. they want to see you in pain. Nobody believes they that. They want to see the Royals. They want to see the Royals anguished and again, on, the, on the injury again, charts. They weren't intentional. So sure. Yeah. No, you, you tell yourself that, Brent. Yeah, man. The bully takes my lunch money every single day at school. I'm sure it's not intentional. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. We are whipping everybody. So I mean, to be fair, you are seven and one right now. Yeah, almost true. the best team in baseball. Yeah. But that would be your Detroit Tigers. Now we 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 predicted ahead of the the year that both the Royals and the Tigers would be you would take a step backwards. I didn't. I you, said the Royals would win the division. Yeah, but you didn't even see Detroit making the playoffs. Yeah, I didn't. So we would they argue, still won't. So what I'm saying they is, won't. we both of us did not pick both teams to be better this year. Yeah, that's true. That's insanity right now of what's happening because I didn't pick the Royals to make the playoffs. Well, and you know it's very early in the season. Too, no, it's right? over. It's pretty you much know, over already. I mean, last year, this time we had, we had buried the Angels and then time they won of death, ninety eight games. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> happens. Um, but both teams are hitting out of their minds right now. The Royals are hitting home runs all mm-hmm. over the place. The Tigers, who I'll be honest with you, I did not think. I mean, picking up Joanna Cespedes, I knew would be a good, 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 good for the team. But losing a veteran presence like Tori Hunter, the Tigers are running the bases on everybody right now. Yeah. They're in the top 10 in stolen bases, and they're hitting home runs. They're scoring a million runs. You wouldn't know it by the last two games, but 2-0, 1-0. Joaquin Soria, does that name sound familiar to you, Brent? Yeah. He's lining up and crushing it as the closer right now. Yeah, it won't last. What is going on with this team? Well, I think, you know, historically, the Tigers start off hot. so That is correct. They need to do that because their old people are going to get tired at the end of the season. Like yeah, they always you, you got to build a cushion yeah. and then soak it back the last two yeah. weeks of the season. Well, I would like to point out mm-hmm. of my predictions from last year, if we're just going to look one week into the season, take a, a little snapshot right there. Yeah. Because that's what we do on the Raisin Brent show. Mm-hmm. The your Chicago Cubs are in first place in the NL Central, just like I predicted. Amazing. Interesting. Hail to the Cubs. This is the year they break through and win the division. I think it's clearly going to be the Cubs and the Tigers. Yeah. I think uh, we can mark it up now. Mark it up now. Just Put it on the board. Yep, put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Chicago. Had the Royals announcer today quoted Hawk Harrelson. Like, uh, uh, was that Jordan Schaefer tried to steal? Tried to steal on Salvador Perez. Got thrown up by like 10 feet. And he's like, he gone! Oh, <laughs> well, we, we officially, the Raisin Brand Show's official position on Hawk Harrelson is intense disdain. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more NFL because you want to hear it, right? After three seconds of... Pat Benatar. Heaven was a 
The NFL is back, and we got to talk about it right now. Why are you laughing? The NFL is a serious business, right? You know, the NFL is a serious business because Aaron Hernandez murdered a guy, and a whole nation of Tony Stewart fans unironically said, boy, I'm glad that guy didn't get away with murdering that guy. I think we found out today that Aaron Hernandez is literally killing it. <laughs> literally. Maybe 20% of me thought he was going to be convicted. Okay, and this is the question I have about it, because... I didn't think I had a zero percent chance. I thought he was actually going to be convicted. I was hearing like all the reports out of it were like the prosecutors are botching the case. The jury's deliberating like a really, really long time. And that's usually a set of uh, circumstances where they come back like "Ah, 10 to 2, man. We couldn't fit. We couldn't do it. Two people said he was innocent or they come back to saying, you know what? The two people convinced the 10 just, you know, it was all circumstantial and we just couldn't do it. Not guilty. But. They didn't just get him, like, on a lesser charge. Like, they straight up convicted him of first-degree murder. Yeah. So I wonder how many games he'll be suspended for next year. Probably. Ask Ray Rice about that. That's probably, like, twice as much as Ray Rice, right? So So four games? Four games. Four-game suspension? Well, let's see Actually, you know what? Goodell could just be a nice guy and reinstate him. That's you know, a great point. If if Aaron can make it to the stadium, <laughs> he can get he there. Can play. Did you see they're actually like putting him up in a prison a mile and a half from Gillette Stadium? That's great. So he can stare wistfully out the window and wonder what could have been. Had he not murdered a man, I can't emphasize enough, he killed a guy. Probably more than one. This just happens to that's be the guy the, they caught. That's the deal. He still has charges charges. Right. He still has charges upcoming. For another murder, a drive-by murder that happened that he's also accused in. Why even bother following through, though, at this point? Like, you got him. Well, you have to because... Taxpayer dollars and all. Well, but the other person still deserves deserves justice. Well, he's going to jail for life right now with no attempted parole. But Ju- what more justice are you going to get? More well, jail? you have to... He'll be held He's not a vampire. Well, it might turn into a death penalty thing, too. I don't know. Maybe they don't have death penalty <sighs> in that state, but... I'm not. A, I, my understanding is they do not. I mean, is it not life without without parole. possibility of parole? That is my understanding at yes. all. Yes, and things can be go back and be reworded later. He could be out tomorrow for all I know. Doesn't seem like it's going. I mean, in it could also direction. be a thing where they start doing it, and Hernandez says, "Hey, if you give me a possibility of parole in 50 years, I'll admit that I did the other one," and then they get some kind of closure for the other. Yeah, one. but then he gets out. That's it. look. Let me admit to doing it so I can do less time. What world does that make sense? That's what people do, Ray. Well, that's dumb. I've seen Law & Order. That doesn't seem right dum, to dum. me. Bonk, bonk. Hi, I'm Fred Thompson. Bonk, bonk. Ching, ching. So when they read out the verdict, he had no expression on his face at all. Would he just go numb from shock? or He must have thought he was getting off, right? Because we all did. Um, I thought that he kind of like made a little face and looked. And then he also kind of mouthed some words to his mom and his uh, fiance. But his fiance was, was more broken up about it than he was. So Aaron Hernandez, we have to live in a world right now where uh, free AH85, <laughs> maybe not the best idea in the world. Maybe Probably that's not. Maybe that's a hat decision a few players wish they could have taken back now. Yeah. He, yikes. Although there are people coming out and, you know, defending him now. Of course there are. You can't have a dude who does Classy terrible things. guys like Maurice Claret. Maurice Claret, who tweeted, man, it's going to be rough that first time he goes into his cell. I can speak from experience about that. Ooh, maybe the guy I want in my quarter is not the guy who got his goose on before Broncos practice. Yeah. I'm just saying, not the best life coach. 
Maurice Clark. On the plus side, though, Lawrence Phillips is going to jail for a long time, too. He's already in jail. No, but he got it. He got more charges and whatnot. Well, but he's in jail already. He's, he's not going to jail. He's 11, already in jail. I believe he got 11 more years tacked on to what he already had. So, Well, he's being accused of murdering his cellmate. Yeah. So I would think that'd be more than 11 years. Well, if not, if it's already like life on top of it, because in your world, maybe they'll take 11 years off. He just admits that he murdered his cellmate after murdering him. Right. You don't understand what plea bargains are, do you? I guess you don't need a plea bargain if you're already going to jail forever. Well, let's talk about something a little bit more happy. Johnny Manziel's out of rehab. Isn't it great? The NFL stories we get this time of year are dude murdered a man and dude's done with two months of rehab. Yeah. And where does he go? Rangers, Rangers Angels, Angels game. game. Now, did he go for the Angels side of things or for the Rangers side of things? Because Josh Hamilton wasn't playing. Wow. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, he could be there to support his rehab buddy, mm-hmm. for all I know. Isn't he from Texas? I believe so, yes. So He's probably there probably... for the Rangers. So how do we feel? Do we feel – now, this is the question I would pose. How many games does Johnny Manziel start in 2015, zero. assuming he's healthy? You already go zero. Zero. got to start him as quarterback. No, they don't. Who, what are they gonna, who are they going to put in front of him? Are they going to draft a guy? Draft a guy. They could still trade for somebody. Exactly. Josh McCown is in town. Josh, They signed Josh McCown to, like, a three-year deal. <laughs> they really going to bring in Josh McCown? Like, Johnny Manziel was a first-round draft pick they traded up to get. Mortgage the future to get just a year ago. He comes in, stinks out loud. Well, by some reports, they already have moved on from him mostly. This is correct. I think you have to... To me, you have to start the year with Johnny Manziel as your starter and then give up on him at a certain point Why? during the season. Why? Because you've invested you're in this guy. You're giving up on the season then. You already have like a championship-level defense, and then you're just going to say, ah, let's just start this. We're going to start this knucklehead. Yeah. I think you do have to start the knucklehead. He went to rehab. Doesn't that show he's serious about committing to football now? No, 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 it doesn't. To answer my own question, no. No, it does not. He's a train wreck. He's a disaster. What are you going to, Brian Hartline and Dwayne Bow are the answer, a wide receiver now? You don't have Josh Gordon. This team isn't going anywhere. Yeah, both this of is, those guys? Yeah, okay, championship. I'm write that down for my, yeah, probably a championship, I'm saying. And they have Johnny Football? Yeah. Okay, And never apparently mind. a top-notch, top-three defense in the NFL, according to Brent Pope. I didn't say top Top three. one. I said they have Best a, defense I in the NFL. Championship Suck caliber, it, Seahawks. Championship, championship caliber. Caliber. Top three. No, it doesn't. Of course it does. You don't win with a you don't win with a twentieth ranked defense. Mm, I said championship caliber, so I can define that the way I want. I would say it's like a top. That could ten, be worse than the league. Top ten defense is championship. They're not caliber. a top ten defense. Sure they are. Oh my goodness! I take Buffalo's defense over Cleveland's. Okay, wouldn't you? No, we well, are wrong. How about that? <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't, but, I but that doesn't mean they don't have a good defense. I'm just saying they have a good defense right now. I think they have a middle of the road they defense. They need. And a garbage offense, a bottom two or yeah, three offense. That's why they need. They can't afford to start Johnny Football. So if you already know that your offense is going to be garbage, what are you going to go from thirty second to thirtieth by starting McCown over Manziel? If you that know your offense sense. is going to be garbage, then you don't try to sign Dwayne Bow. Why do you even sign him? Because he sign got him. a lot of money. You know why you sign Dwayne Bow? Because you're trying to keep Manziel off a of drop. Oh. Oh, maybe that's their plan. They bring in Dwayne Bow to get Manziel back in rehab again. Thank you. So they can start Josh McCown. Now you're seeing my plan. I'm, start, I'm starting start to see the plan. One game, Ray. I'm starting to see the plan they're come together. Force him back. They're gonna they're gonna do what the Angels are trying to do to Josh Hamilton now. Oh well, I don't think he should play. On a side note, that's really like they signed a guy knowing that he had problems. Yeah. And then as soon as he self puts himself in rehab, 
he didn't get caught. He didn't go on a bender and like and drive drunk or anything. He said, I have a problem. I'm going to take care of it before the season starts. And the Angels respond by throwing him under the bus. Did they not know who this guy was when yeah, they, they gave knew. $125 it's, million? It's really thinly veiled, and it's weak. It's garbage, man. And, you know, one of the Angels players even said, I think if he's hitting 350 with 30 home runs... I think maybe gets another chance. <laughs> this is I'm kind of a little bit honestly angry about this because they signed a guy with demons and said, we're going to offer him all the help we have. We're going to stand by him. And then he comes to town, doesn't hit very well, puts himself in rehab. And they say, I don't think we can have this type of character guy on this team anymore. No, you can't have a guy who hits 254 on your team. That's what you can't have. The fact that you're paying him $25 million a year. They still owe him $83 million this is a D move by the Angels, right? Like the Angels here in Los yeah, Angeles are taking heat. The arbitrator even said this should not violate his, you know, the MLB agreement because he's he, he didn't do anything. It himself. Yeah, he's trying to be a good citizen. I actually like Josh Hamilton. I mean, as far as rehab cases go, there's a big difference, I guess. I guess Manziel went in by himself too, didn't he? But that's after a series yeah, but, of stupid but, decisions. But everyone doesn't hate Josh Hamilton. You know what I mean? Everybody was cheering for Josh Hamilton to stay straight. And Correct. He, he wasn't out being like Playboy, all doing the money fingers thing, you know. And Is that what we're calling now the money fingers money thing? Money fingers. I love yeah. that. It's called the money fingers now forever. That's right. I love that name. Because money fingers just sounds disrespectful. It does. Hey, uh, it's me, DJ Money Fingers. <laughs> Ah, I hate DJ Moneyfingers. Oh, this guy sucks. He's the uh, worst. He sold out a long time ago. So anyway, so Josh Hamilton, raw deal. Manziel, raw-er deal. Um, he self-reports himself to rehab just like Josh Hamilton did, but we're demonizing Johnny Manziel. You You're feel... saying he's not even going to start a game this year. Well, he doesn't deserve to start well, a game. he sucks at football. He, has to, he has to earn the – if he earns it, but he won't earn it. He won't beat out Josh McCown. You're saying right now he can't beat Josh freaking McCown no, to be quarterback? he cannot. You know what the difference is? One of them is a professional quarterback, and the other one is Johnny Mansell. Well, I've been waiting a long time to tell you this, Brent. You are absolutely correct. Thank you. Johnny Manziel is terrible at football, and Josh McCown probably will beat him out. I still think, though, because now, of the contracts, they start the season with Johnny Manziel. Let him fail I, because the team's not going anywhere in that division anyways. I think Johnny Manziel could possibly be the best intramural football player of all time if he was on an intramural team. If he was playing flag football yeah. at the gymnasium. Or when you're running around with a bunch of like five pro athletes blocking for you against inferior opponents, he's great. Mm, I love it. If you play college-level defenses with pro-level offenses, he's your man. Yeah, He's going to nail it all day. Well, maybe not. He might still throw <laughs> over people's heads. Uh, we'll, we'll see, though. This is one that's going to pay out long-term. Last question I have. Do the Browns draft another quarterback in the first three rounds this year? Do they immediately abort mission and start uh, over again? I think they do, possibly. I think oh, it's like 60-40, yes. Do you have to immediately fire everyone in the front office as soon as that happens? This is the same front office that the GM for the Browns now has to miss the first four games of the year for impropriety of the field. I heard they were going to make them make him miss the draft. Except they wanted to hurt the Browns. Yeah. Yikes! Hey, yikes! Well, in any case, we're going to see how this one pays off. This might be a good, like, shame bet going into week one. Like, loser has to make the Browns logo like their profile pick or something fun like that for week oh, one of the season. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. That's pretty terrible for both of us. Though. I mean, neither <laughs> of us wants it equally. No, I know. Let's yeah. keep it real. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's just make this bet right now. I say Manziel starts the season. You say somebody other than Manziel starts the season. McCown or other. Start, and starts game starts one. Starts game one. Okay. 
and starts game one. Loser for week the entire week leading after that. So you get Manziel. I get you the get the field. Group. I get the field, which you always say is a terrible bet. So I will take it, Ray. Done. <laughs> I say it's terrible when I do it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I feel this strong that they're gonna give Manziel every opportunity. Well, uh, here's the deal. Even if I lose this bet, it'll be interesting because I would love to see him start some games. Yes, I want it. I want him starting. I almost the want sick, you to win the bet now, Ray. It's like I want Tebow back in the league for the same reason I want Manziel starting. I embrace failures. Now, what is the percentage, though? Okay, you say he's going to start. What is the percentage that he doesn't even is not even on the roster oh, at zero. opening day? He'll be on the roster. Oh no, that's not. They owe him too much zero. money still. They it's owe him zero. too much money still. Cut bait. You could trade him a draft day trade, maybe. Yeah. And then I don't he see would it, not though. be on the roster. Okay, I'll say five percent chance he's not on the roster. Okay, I would say more like fifteen percent. I still think he's on the roster for sure, and he starts week one. Brown symbol is that a bet? That's a bet. That's a bet. Done. All right, let's come back. We're going to talk a bit more after three seconds of. The Foo Fighters. Everyone's favorite dragon-based show is back. Yeah. Two and a half men, everybody. Two, two and, and a half, half men. men. We're going to talk about two and a half men. Brent, I've got a confession. It's not actually two and a half men. Men. It's Game of Thrones, everybody. Da na 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 na. So, how do you think they're gonna deal? Chuck Lorre has lost his mind. Has he not? You still going with that bit? Well, I'd rather talk about Game of Thrones right now. Fine. It's probably the best show on TV since Better Call Saul is on hiatus. I mean, it doesn't have a laugh track. I don't know that it needs one. <laughs> Not a lot of funny stuff is happening. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff happening. Oh, the guy pooping out of the box? Pooping out of the box. <laughs> oh, man. Peter Dinklage, a.k.a. Tyrion, traveled. Now, how long do you think he was in that box for? Because I thought it would just be a few days. And my wife, Melissa, seems to think it's more along the lines of, like, two weeks. Yeah, like, I was, was thinking. Was it a super extended, like a fortnight? I was thinking it was, like, a month or oh something. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a long time to be. No wonder he just gets out of the box and immediately just starts drinking wine, barfs all over the place, but he and was, then goes back to drinking more he wine. He was drinking wine the whole time while he was in the box. You know what? Wouldn't you? <laughs> Though I thought the line, the, 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 the sequence that he had. Varys. Varys. I loved his sequence he had with Varys, where he's basically like, do you know how shameful it is to have to take a dump in a box and then shove it through the air holes? At which point, Varys turns back and goes, probably about as bad as having to pick up your crap from the outside of the box and chuck it overboard from the ship. Yeah. I touched your poop, Dinklage. Well, why did he have to touch it? Couldn't he have just, like, caught it in something? Uh, it to out? be fair, though, if he... I think, that's, I think that shows he's got some weird kind of poop fetish. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Varys has a poop fetish. He's a eunuch, so who knows what freaky yeah. stuff he's into. I would have. I would say it probably has more to do with the fact he's trying to keep his presence a secret. So as you see poop out the box, you just don't even think. You just pick it up and chuck it because you <laughs> want it off the ship. I mean, you're not being like, hold on, let me go get a plastic bag and put it around my hand, and let me get the Dinklage poop. Somebody, that, wouldn't somebody just be like, hey, something's pooping out of this box. Just throw it overboard. <laughs> Could be anything. Could be a goat. Yeah. Don't look inside. It really probably is just a goat. This poop smells like alcohol. How did the goat know to get the poop outside the box? <laughs> no, I don't, don't think about it. It's probably not a human. Probably not something of human or above intelligence. <laughs> Gracious. I love. I just love the fact that he gets out, drinks the wine, barfs it, and is like, meh, and then goes right back to drinking wine again. Yeah, he clearly seems like he's just ready to drink himself to death. I believe that they refer to that as having no more Fs left to give. Yeah. He's been betrayed by everybody. He just murdered his father and his lover, was in a box where you think upwards of a month. 
pooping in his own filth. Yikes. I guess my, my and this is my question. First thing out the box, don't you think the first thing he would want is like a shower or a bath of some kind? You would Wouldn't think. you want to clean yourself? I guess I'm not in a place where he's in, where he's just ready again, like you said, to drink himself to death. But uh, my first thing would be, yes, maybe some wine. But then quickly after, I smell horrible right now. I think I, the world owes a bath to me. So second plot point, Khaleesi and her dragons. Now, she don't have no dragons no more. She's got three. She lost one. Yeah. There's two left that are chained up in a dungeon, and they big now. They're big, and they, they they're, real they're big. mad at their mom. They do not like her very much. Now, would they kill her, You know though? what? I think she needs to go in there and just be a little more stern with them. Look. Hey. They calm down. It seemed like the right thing at oh, the I time. Oh, I guess you don't want out of here then. Uh-oh. There's some fresh cows just grazing in a field. I could let you out to go set them on fire and eat them. But y'all aren't playing ball. Do you think the dragons would actually like cause her real harm, or would they just sort of like rough her up like a little bit and then just be like, okay, now we're good again? Well, I think <laughs> even if they just try to rough her up a little bit, that would might be too much. Almost. Although you remember, she's, she's very tough. She she can she can take the heat literally. You could set her on fire. Yeah. They already have on the show, yeah. and all it would do is burn away her clothes, exactly. leaving her naked walking through a field. Let's do this, so dragons! Please, George R. R. Martin, let's make this happen. I'm just saying we haven't seen her naked for a while. That well, makes me sound thank like a ter- goodness. That makes me sound like a terrible person. Thank goodness, it? because you know people need to keep their clothes on. Thank you. There are a lot of diseases out there. It is medieval times, and another. Do you people have no shame? Have some shame. No have more. No, in fact, I want to start a p- petition. No more nudity on Game of Thrones. Nobody wants Can it. We also go back and re-edit the episodes and put clothes on people and all. Thank of them. you. Can we CGI clothes on everybody, especially yeah. during like the doing it scenes? There are a lot of uh, ladies of the night. It's okay to have a kimono on. Thank you. Keep it respectful and great use of the word kimono. <laughs> that, was, that was unexpected and fantastic. Um, but what does she do with the dragons now? I mean, because she, she bailed out of there. She was uh, like, nope, I'm out. Boop. I think she has to you know, give it a couple more tries and, and try to reason with them as much as she can. I think she can. Uh, come on. She ha- it has to happen. I mean, what, are they just going to kill the dragons? No, you just send somebody you don't, ca- you don't like <laughs> to go in there and unhook them. Well, if somebody unhooks them, they're out. They're not going to take time to, you know. No, that's what I'm saying. Send somebody you can also you don't just, like. You know, from afar, like shoot a gun in there or something. Shoot or, a gun. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you shoot your sniper rifle that you have in the Game of Thrones well, world? Shoot a crossbow and break the break the thing. That's Those holding things them. are gigantic. I don't even know how you even because remember the way she fit them on earlier. She had to slip it around their necks first and then close them. So you basically have to get up and close and personal and like pull it down. And you got to be strong to well, do it. Well, somebody they don't like is not going to let them take it off, so it's got to be her. Probably not. But I guess you're right. Maybe shoot the chain. Maybe. Can't shoot the buckle. That yeah. wouldn't work. But she also needs to get those things off of their necks. chain is super powerful. You know how yeah. I know it's powerful? It can hold a dragon for an extended period of time. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be held? That's a good chain. I want I want that chain when I need a chain. Well, the strength of the dragon isn't necessarily in their like pulling power against chains. It's in their they have fire that comes out of them, right? Why didn't the, now? Here's my question: Why didn't the dragons just burn the chains? But dumb I'm dragons. Sure it's a certain type of metal that cannot be burned. Uh, sir, jet fuel will not burn steel poles. Thank you. And dragon fire will not burn wrought iron chains. That's right. Thank you. The truth is out there, everybody. So beyond the dragons and beyond. T- the Tyrion in a box. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Uh, Mance Raider. Mance Raider would Your boy. not bend the knee. Now, that's stupid. Can I just say right now, I don't care how willful you are. If you know your people are going to 
follow Stannis anyway. Just bend the knee. You don't need to go out like that. I think you're, uh, you know, you're putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. I mean, clearly, when they set, Melisandre sets you know, the, the torches there, sets yeah. the kindling on fire. Straight up murders a dude Mance with fire. Mance Raider was about to escape, and then Jon Snow murdered him. Oh, is that, is that the direction you think they were going right there? That's what I think He happened. was clearly about to get off the pole. The way he was just embracing being engulfed in flames and terrified by the notion. It he wasn't like, a mercy killing. It looked like the fire was about to make him bend his knee. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. But then Jon Snow murdered him. Jon Snow now, cold-blooded Aaron Hernandez, that guy. Yeah. Now, uh, clearly he was trying to do a mercy killing. Yes. But what are the reper- repercussions going to be for Jon Snow? Well, Stannis can't be happy with Jon Snow right now. You know who's not going to be happy with him? Melisandre. No. But she's trying to get with him, though, right? She's already trying to work that Mac in action. Yeah, I think she's just saying, just in case he becomes. <laughs> no, because remember, because she was getting all over the blacksmith's kid too, the real king, before mm-hmm. um, he got sent off on his way. Uh, she was straight up like trying to get on that kid too. She wants everybody she sees as a potential power broker down the road. She is hedging her bets by getting on that's what everybody. I was, that's exactly what I was, was saying. I said no. she's just saying, if it, what if Jon Snow gets in power? Then, oh, well, you see, I'm with you. Yeah, but it, she. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little crazy to me because she's got Stannis on board. Stannis has drunk the Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Yeah. Like, he's on board. She can pretty much do whatever she wants right now. She's the real king, if we keep it real. But Stannis is a good leader, man. But those wildlings, they're going to they are gonna take Stannis. That's a good deal. Hey, you're trying to get south of the wall? What if I not only take you south of the wall, what if I give you land? What if I give you your own GD kingdom? And then, of course, he's just going to kill them all once i don't think so at all <laughs> i think he's gonna stay true to his word have you not seen game of thrones i have yes yeah <laughs> he strikes me as a dude who would would absolutely because then he has a sudden ally in the and north and then all of a sudden melisandre's gonna say look they need to all be burned now he's not roose bolton <laughs> he's not that guy oh roose he's the worst he's the absolute worst um so i absolutely think they're gonna absolutely join him and i think it was stupid of Hans Gruber or whatever the king's name was, to not just just bend the knee, suck it up. You don't want to be burned alive. Jon Snow expressed to you, you probably don't want to be burned alive. And then he goes and he was just being a tool bag anyway. He, yeah. Did he learn nothing from Braveheart? The Scottish people voted to not gain independence last year. Exactly. So what are you fighting for? Let it go. Like a song from Frozen. Yeah, I mean, I respect the guy for holding on to his principles, but... Take it, take it to the 11th hour. And then concede. Well, you either have to concede right away or not at all. No. If you concede at the very end, then that's the worst of all. I disagree with that completely. Because then you're just doing it. They, then they say, oh, he was afraid of dying, so he's going to do it. Right. If he concedes earlier, it's kind of, he, it's, oh, he, 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 he can, he can say that he's, he's logically no. thinking it No, through. he says, oh, he just got bowled over by this guy the millisecond that he walked into camp. What a coward that guy is. When you get all the way to the end and you're seeing the thing that's about to burn you alive and they go, hey, dude, last chance. You sure you're going to go this route? The answer is, yeah. Mm, I think you're. You know com- what? I'm starting to see your you're point. You're completely wrong. If you do it right away, you can always sell it as, "Look, I this makes a lot of sense to me." At the end, they're like, "Oh, you're no. about to die, dude. 
Wuss. No, so if you get bowled over right away, your entire tribe goes, what a pushover. No. And if you wait to the very end, they're like, yeah, I wouldn't want to die getting burned alive either. What a, he, that guy's pragmatic. No, they're going to say, they're going to say, oh, you gave up at the last minute. You almost were the, the hero of us all. That we're going to, whose name we will forget immediately and no. not care anymore. As we join the king anyway. Yeah. As we join him anyway. And we'll see. We'll see if they join them. I think he will. I mean, I haven't read the books, but uh, I, I think they're going to join him. It seems logical to me mm-hmm. that they join him in, but. But that's my story right there. Either way, great opening of the series, right? Yeah, it was fun. Had a good time with it. And we're going to be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Joe Esposito. And we just watched the new trailer for Ant-Man. Yeah. I'm in. I, I'm already a fan, but I'm in more now. Evangeline Lilly's in it. I thought she was lost. Really? You told me that she was never going to be found again. That's what you said to me. I just don't even like you right now. <laughs> you look like you're about to hurl <sighs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Hey, did you John lock the doors to the uh, Ser- studio when we came in? Why is this happening? I want to talk about the Ant-Man trailer. Okay. Okay. So it's very, very exciting. Today is Tom Sawyer. He gets high. <laughs> Sawyer was the character on Lost also. He was... He was the guy that would make fun of people? Yes, he was. He was a con man? He had uh, had a nickname for everybody? Yeah. Well, that's our time for the Ant-Man segment. I guess it's time (laughs) to wrap up the show. (laughs) Ant-Man trailer was awesome, was it not? Oh, would you like to talk about that, Brent? Yeah, I would. Oh, how weird. Uh, Yeah, the Ant-Man trailer was incredible looking. I like they had Yellow Jacket in there. Uh, Now, this guy from the comic book fans would know this is the second Mm Ant-Man, I believe. Uh, the story picks off because the first Ant-Man, Hank Pym, was a great scientist, et cetera, et cetera. The second one was actually like a criminal who is played by our favorite. Paul Rudd. It's played by Paul Rudd. Played by, I'm sorry, Royals fan, Paul Rudd. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So played by Royals fan, Paul Rudd, and he is the criminal in this. And so they're taking that storyline, which is probably a more interesting storyline. What with the domestic abuse rampant in the Hank Pym storyline. Maybe was it really? Not- I haven't really oh, read any yes. Ant-Man. Yeah, he was married to the Wasp, and they had a very contentious relationship, and he was very jealous of her, and there was many scenes of just him being terrible to her. So maybe not the best direction to take the Ant-Man character for the silver screen. After the Ray Rice incident, etc., etc. It was different back in the 60s. That's all I'm going to say. Mad Men will tell you that. Yeah, um, I think that was a good call to not use that story. No, no, not at all. Um, but anyway, so are you in? I mean, we're always we're obviously going to see it, right? Yeah, because Avengers two is coming out in the next uh, few and weeks. Corey and stole in just like everything now. Yes, he's just in everything, pretty much in every man actor. But he's great, fantastic. Who's Corey Stoll? You know the bald guy. The bald guy. Is oh in yeah, everything. he's in every TV show and every movie going right now. Yeah, the guy the who on, plays Yellow Jack. Only guy that can pull off the bald head with a mustache look, pretty much. Oh, I'm trying to think now. Who else can pull off the bald head with the mustache? I'm not saying that he even pulls it off. I think it still looks weird. Uh, one of my favorites, Judy Greer, is in the movie. Judy Greer's fantastic. You know, yeah. I, I went to high school with Judy Greer. Get out of here. For real. That wasn't her name. Like That's her stage name or what have you. She had to change her name for Hollywood. Wait, what was her name in high school? Judy Evans was her name. Yeah, God-given no. name. Yeah. I th- actually, I think she went to high school in Nebraska at my high school. No, she Judy didn't. Evans. No, she didn't. Judy Evans. Yeah. Oh, a little Juju Evans. Nobody. She was is. my... Actually, it was my first kiss. You stop it. Yeah. See, unlike what you're saying right now. We went to the snowflake dance together. I actually did go to high school. And then with she Judy dumped Greer. me horribly. None of that happened. No one believes you. She she dumped me, and then two weeks later, she was in the movie Jawbreaker. Oh my God. So. 
Those timelines totally match up, weirdly <laughs> enough. Except not at all. <laughs> so you went to high school with her? Yes, I went to high school. She was in the acting program with me. Uh, so I can officially say I have been in shows with Judy, uh, Judy Greer before. But anyway, yeah, so there's the non-interesting story of how I went to high school with Judy Greer. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Judy, call me. I need roles. I need work. <laughs> Do you have any kind of pull in this town? You've worked a lot yourself. I could be an extra. Judy, help me. Kappa kids. Uh... Oh. In any case, that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please do us a favor. Go on there and give us a five-star review. Say something nice about the show. Share the show around. Just do the good things that help us. Follow us like on it, Facebook. Along. Like us there. Uh, we have a lot of contact information right here. You can uh, hit me up on Twitter, as we learned earlier. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or the show is at, at Ray Brent Podcast. You can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Or you know what, Brent? We have a real website. It's called RayBrentPodcast.com yeah. with all the show notes, links to everything you're going to want to find. That's really the spot that you go to outside of iTunes if you want to learn about the show. Cool. We got a lot of people we want to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. We got to thank our esteemed producer, David Knoll, for producing the show. Dino. <laughs> no. 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 Yes. Literally nobody Dino. calls him that. You don't even call him that. I do. I just did. Dino. Like the Flintstones dog. That's right. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, we got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. Go to jordanmonsell.com or check him out on Facebook. Silhouettes by Jordan. He had that really popular art show. Yeah, he did. And then he re- he, so- he went from 140 pieces down to 13 in like a day. Yep. Dude has talent and people should buy his art. They should. If you're hearing this right now, go to the I Jordan have, Monsell uh, website and buy his art. I have four or five pieces at my house. How many yes, do you, you have, do? Ray? I have zero. Zero. But uh, also, I'm broke, <laughs> which helps <laughs> me not to have any art by Jordan Monsell. You know what? Maybe if you bought art, you'd become more successful you know what when i get a little bit of money i'm gonna buy some jordan monsell art i'm gonna pledge that right now you know why there we go he's worth it he's worth it guest of the show uh let's see here we gotta thank um no that's it that's everybody we gotta thank anybody you want to thank brent jordan spieth really jordan spieth that's that's the best that's the best we got this week spieth for um for for winning winning being a winner and that's well that's just because what's funny is he had the biggest negative number, but in golf, that's the best. <laughs> and that's the best we can do. Apparently. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me What you wanted, and then you run and you flaunt it. And I've got some.